welcome back to the Sunday Roast. My name is Mark Megan. A lot of bloody stuff to get through this week, guys. I mean, just so much bloody stuff. I'm just so delighted to be announcing that I'm going to be making an announcement and I'm going to be delighted about it, you know? I'm just going to be so bloody delighted. I really hate that. I really hate when influencers do that. Oh, oh, guys, make sure to check back in at five o'clock. No, I won't be. I, I actually will absolutely not be checking back in at five o'clock. Oh my God, guys, I'm, a, I'm fit to burst with the bloody news I've got. Can't wait to share it with you all. Just share it with us now. Share it with us now. What are you going to do? Oh, you're going to be on expose for one and a half minutes. Cool. Like, man wears, man wears jeans with no socks in Ireland and all of a sudden gets his own show on expose. <laughs> and that's not a dig at anybody in particular, by the way. Um, we'll call him X Kenny. <laughs> no, we won't. We'll call him Rob X. But you know what I mean? Like, this week, guys, I've got, this week we've got a lot to get through. Halloween was on. As you can imagine, I don't really like Halloween for a number of reasons. I mean, the only thing worse than Halloween, in my opinion, are people that have fancy dress parties in the middle of July. Do you know what I mean? Oh, come on, man. Come on over. It's going to be hilarious. We'll all look like assholes. It'll be hilarious. Um, could we maybe just, like, not look like assholes? What? Oh, well, like, maybe we could just, you know, go to the barbecue and have a bit of a laugh and socialise. What? What the fuck are you talking about? No, like, the whole fun is that we all look like assholes. Yeah, yeah, no, but no, no, I'm just maybe saying that we could just maybe not, like, not look like assholes and just go and get to know, like, you know, get to know each other. I can meet your friends. Man, you're fucking weird. Okay, fine. Also, it's selfish. If you have a fancy dress party, it's selfish. Because the thing is, I'm going to your house dressed up, right? If the party's shit, I can't go somewhere else. You know, if, if this party is really bad and the food isn't as good as you said it would be, because, by the way, it never is at barbecues. It never is. People go, oh, yeah, man, the weather's amazing. We're going to have this huge barbecue. Just bring your own beers. Like, we're looking after the food. And there's, like, 23 people there. So what sort of, what sort of food do you have? Um, well, 19 people brought hummus and crisps. And then one person bought six sausages. Great. Cheers for that. I'm now in a fucking suburbia, dressed like Osama Bin Laden. I'm absolutely sweltering, much like Osama Bin Laden was, probably towards the end. And I can't do anything about it. I can't go down to the local. Do you know what I mean? I can't go down to the, the Bullen Castle for a quiet point because I'm dressed like bloody Al-Qaeda. Uh, so yeah, fancy dress party is the worst. Back to Halloween. There's probably a lot of reasons why I don't like Halloween. Um notably when I was like 16 years of age was I 16? yeah I was 16 because it was the night I lost my virginity oh I thought that was last week last week Mark ha 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 mum you're so hilarious no I was 16 years of age and I thought that it would be mental to sort of subvert the whole Halloween thing and rather than dress up I went into that uh, t-shirt shop in St. Stephen's Green in Dublin you know the one on the top floor where you have to walk by those toilets, which costs like 11 euro to take a pee. And there's this person sitting there, who, by the way, looks more dangerous, looks more dangerous than somebody who operates a roller coaster in Funderland. You know know those people, literally the most terrifying people on earth. What sort of atrocities have you seen in your life? And also, why are your teeth above your eyebrows? Do you know what I mean? Anyway, um, was on the top floor there, Walked down past Asha, said hi to a couple of my ex, 
couple of my exes and then you get to the t-shirt shop and basically I just got a t-shirt made that said on it I am a ghost and I thought oh this is hilarious this is Stuart Lee-esque this is the real deal comedy people are going to love this um, there was a massive free gaff happening that night I, uh, I overheard the, the lads talking about it so I sort of took down the address in my journal and um, managed to get the Lewis down and show up later and it was one of those ones where you know you've been like thinking about a joke for ages and you've got all these like massive expectations of what the reaction is going to be and you're like oh yeah I'm going to walk in I don't know if I'll like stage dive into the party but there's definitely going to be like a mark mark like there's going to be a bit of a chant or something nevertheless walked into the party in Milltown and there was already a lad in our year cycling like the dad's bike around the, the, the house which is of course just going to fucking steal anybody's thunder uh, and I walked in and everyone, I was like everyone's like oh what what are you dressed up as and I was like no look I've got a t-shirt that says I'm a ghost. Yeah, but you're, you're not dressed up as a ghost, though. Yeah, no, no, but I, I did the t-shirt as a joke. And they're like, no, no, thank you. So, yeah, that didn't go down well at all. Nonetheless, I did lose my virginity, so, you know, swings and roundabouts. It actually wasn't on a swing, though, or a roundabout. It was down a lane near UCD. Incredibly grim. Like, incredibly grim. Elaine in UCD, standing up, might I add, which, for somebody who's never had intercourse before, you're already, like, throwing yourself into the deep end. Do you know what I mean? Not even just, like, okay, missionary in, like, your house when your parents are away. Standing up in a lane, not knowing how to do intercourse. Shivering, by the way, because it's bloody October the 31st. Freezing. He seemed to enjoy, she seemed to enjoy it, though. I feel like Halloween these days is probably a very different proposition to what it was back in the day and by the way when I say back in the day I'm not doing one of those oh 90s kids do you remember fat frogs and freddos yeah Neve, we do stop making memes about it it's really cringy oh do you remember do you remember these little lads ha oh, yes banshee bones they were delicious of course they were delicious oh oh what what I do for a little slice of this right now uh, no Neve, you can still get Vianetta one would just like to think that your fucking palate has like broadened since then and your tastes have evolved. So you no longer require literal slices of sugar to keep that biscuit brain of yours alive. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, back in the day, I feel like, you know, you, you would have had a Super Queen bag or a Crazy Prices bag or a Super Value bag and you do the rounds. You would have been trick-or-treating, I would have thought, for like a solid three hours. You would have come back with just loads of different types of sweets and just hordes. You know, stuff that would keep you going till Christmas, at the very least. Nowadays, it's like, oh, Hugo, Hugo, what did you get in your bag? Oh, um, I got a 90% uh, cocoa limp bar. Um, what did you get, Theodore? I, I actually got nothing, because my mum's a vegan. Yet she still does cocaine, by the way. Still does cocaine on the weekends. Riddle me that, vegans, actually. Riddle me that, please. Where do you get off? Making people like me feel like fucking Joseph Coney for having an occasional Big Mac. Yet all the while, you're like lecturing people out at house parties while your hand is quivering because you're holding a key with ketamine on it. Do you know what I mean? I just, I just don't understand this. You can't enjoy, like I, I can't enjoy anything these days. Do you know what I mean? I feel like if I was to produce in the off, a Snickers in the office, it's almost like you've just produced your penis. There are people in my office who would look at me less strange if I was to take my dick out rather than, a, say, like a Cornetto after lunch. 
Looking back though, trick-or-treating was the complete and utter dog spot. It was the business. It was the business. Except for, except for that one house. You know the type. You know the type. We've all experienced it and we were all subjected to these sort of people. And these sort of people should be buried in mass graves outside the town walls. You know the type. You'd arrive at the house, okay? And you'd be there in your devil costume. Always the devil. Always the devil. Oh, what? What are you dressed up as? The devil. I come with the devil every year. I love everything about it. The cape, the fangs, the stick. I love everything about it. Always the devil. Anyway, trick or treat. Oh, Dad, what are you? What are you? Yeah, okay, we've done that now. Trick or treat. Give me the sweets. Give me the loot. Give me the loot. Give me the loot. Uh, okay, well, do a little song now. Excuse me? You have to do a little song now. A, a, li- a little song? Sorry, Bernard, what do you think this is? This is Halloween. Do a little song. And your mum there, this is the worst thing. Your mum would sell you down the river and be like, ah, isn't this doughty now? Come on, guys. And you there and your sister would all of a sudden be standing on this suburban doorstep going, uh... Uh, Teddy Bjog all in Teddy Bjog boy like the, the worst the most humiliating thing in the world you'd finish the song you'd be absolutely crimson fair enough largely due to the makeup but still you'd be mortified and then to add salt to the wound Bernard he wouldn't even have the sweets ready he'd go okay uh, just well done now well done uh, come out uh, just one second and he'd come out and he'd produce Tangerines and peanuts, you know those monkey nuts. Are you, like, are, are, are you serious? Oranges and nuts. You, you deviant, like, this is outrageous, this is ludicrous. And he could actually see the anger on your face because then, <laughs> for the real, oh, the real yeast cherry on top of the yeast cake, he would go, oh, I'm... I think I, 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 there's a bit of Bourneville in there in the cupboard I could bring some. Bourneville? Well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Bernard has just revealed himself to be a complete pervert. You should be put in a register. Anybody, this is a known fact. This is a known fact. Anybody that has Bourneville or consumes Bourneville is a confirmed, confirmed paedophile. If you even reread the Moriarty Report, okay, page 563, paragraph de... Arlen Noirpoint, it literally says anybody, he or she, who consumes Bourneville chocolate is a paedophile. Second only to those who buy Turkish Delight. You know, the little purple ones, the little lads. Like, the worst. There also seems to be an interesting trend now. Um, I'd be interested to hear what people think about this. Uh, of offices, workplaces, encouraging their staff to get dressed up. You know, oh, great. Oh, brilliant. Denise, yeah, from accounts, who I really don't see eye to eye with. Yeah, oh, class. Oh, she's dressed as a minion. Oh, that's brilliant. Yeah. Hey, oh, hey, oh, how are you, oh, you do, you're twerking. Oh, no, flossing. You're flossing. Yeah. yeah. No, no, I hate your gut. No, I absolutely, I'm trembling with rage. Yeah. No, you're flo- you're, flo- you're 36, I believe. 36. Yeah. No, kid, no? Where'd you get that? How do you know about minions? Yeah, no, weird. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I'm, gonna go, I'm just going to go back to my, yeah, cubicle. Slash my wrists. Yeah, cheers. Mm. 
Do you know what I mean though? I just feel like this is a workplace. If you want to have an, a Halloween party, you know, on the office, after the office, fine, that's grand. Let's just maintain like a modicum of professionalism here, please. Do you know what I mean? Could you imagine, you know, going into the doctors, awaiting some very serious results, and he goes, guys, listen, uh, there's, no two, there's no easy way to say this, but I don't have good news. <laughs> However, I am dressed like Andy from Little Britain, so do you want me to... Will I do, no, no. Will I, <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> yeah no. you got about six months. <laughs> yeah, no. Do you know what I mean? You go into Vincent's. You go into Vincent's hospital and, you know, you're waiting on surgery or something and then some guy comes down the stairs dressed as a sexy Greta Thunberg. Do you know what I mean? Outrageous. This is a work, this is a place of work. Keep it together. And I'm like, oh, I just, uh, I just, oh, we're all playing games in the canteen at lunch. Come on, Mark. No, I'm going to go to Pret-a-Manger. I'm going to eat a salad. Even if it's like eating the salad in Pret-a-Manger by myself. I'm not playing Bob the Apple with a 41-year-old who is dressed as a bumblebee, okay? Do you know what I mean? Look, I know a lot of you are probably listening to this thinking, yeah, this is way too cynical and you shouldn't hate Halloween this much. And you're right. At the end of the day, it's just people enjoying themselves. And what is people out there enjoying themselves, having a good time, there's nothing wrong with that. Maybe there, maybe there are things in my past that have sort of checkered my history with Halloween, you know? Hypothetically speaking, maybe there could have been a time when I was like 14 and it was Halloween and me and the boys were going to smoke our first joints and maybe the boys pulled this prank where they were all smoking real joints but they gave me a joint full of pubes. Uh, maybe, you know? And maybe because I was like suffering from social anxiety and going through puberty, if you'll allow the pun, I... I thought nothing more than to uh, pretend to be stoned. Yeah. And because maybe the only barometer I had for how one behaves when they are stoned back then was Scary Movie and the Budweiser ads, and Ashton Kutcher, to a degree. You know, I was walking around Deer Park just going, Wada! Which, to this day, gives me frisson with the amount of cringe involved. And just maybe there were other incidents. Do you know what? Speaking of which, fireworks. Let's discuss fire- Let's discuss teenage boys with fireworks. I mean, there has been no, there's no worse a combination other than like uh, a 35-year-old single person having four white wines and an empty stomach on Thursday after work. There is no worse combination. Do you know what I mean? Like this whole thing, we're all walking around and then the lads used to do this thing where they just dropped the firework. They literally just dropped the firework. And everyone, everyone would start laughing. I'd be leaping into the front guards of pensioners. This is the Southside Dublin version of Vietnam for me. Do you know what I mean? This is, this is terrifying. I would come home on the Halloween night with PTSD. And they'd oh, it's all a bit of a laugh. And like the girls would love it for some reason. The girls would love it. Oh, do you see Rusto there? He, do, we, should all, we should all be kissing him. Why? Oh, well, because he's the guy that's holding the Roman candle in the middle of the green and shooting it. Shooting it at people. Like he's fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger. Do you know what I mean? He's literally shooting flame balls at people and they're like, that's the guy. That's the boy I'm going to let put his hand under my bra. Do you know what I mean? Meanwhile, oh, Megan, crouching tiger hidden nagging in the fucking front gardens. You know what I mean? I... Uh, 
Uh, it was the worst. It was the worst thing in the world. And also fireworks. Fireworks. I feel like fireworks are... They're part of like a certain subset of novelty that... You know, novelty things that certain people like. I would put fireworks in the same bracket as beatboxing. Okay? Ostensibly, it's quite cool. It's an interesting thing. Realistically, though, fireworks and beatboxing should be interesting for maybe three to four seconds, okay? Once you've seen a little bit, you've, you've absolutely seen it all. Do you know what I mean? You've absolutely, oh, come on, we don't want to miss the, miss the fireworks. We've just seen them. Yeah, but there's going to be more, more of the exact same thing. You know, there's not going to be anything different now. And the same with beatboxing. Like, I'm always amazed by, like, you know, you're at a house party and there's this guy and he's, he's wearing that sort of Rasta-y jumper even though he's like a Irish language teacher in Galway and he's wearing those like three quarter length sort of denim uh, what would you call them like three quarter lengths I suppose with also which is even more toxic they've got like little tassels those little tassels give me anxiety the ones that come out the side at the bottom like just over his ankle and you're in the house party and everyone's chilling you know and then someone's like oh Dougal you know, he's got one of those really absurd Irish names. His real name is probably Barry, but like he's adopted his middle name and he's put it in Irish on Facebook. So now his name's like Drogal You know what I mean? Your name is Barry Jones. Baz. Do you know what I mean? You used to be a jock, by the way. What? You went to Thailand once and now you're Mahatma Gandhi. Do you know what I mean? Anyway, you're sitting there like Drogal or Drogal. Do your, uh, do the beatboxing thing. And everyone's just like, oh God, this is like the mouth equivalent of Wonderwall. And he starts with the, oh yeah, oh Jesus, like Drahar, like I'm concerned about you. I'm concerned that you've spent four and a half years learning this. Oh yeah, like we're out in Bali, out in Simonyak, and you know there's this Aussie guy, what with neck tattoo? Yeah, yeah. But you know there's this Aussie lad, and he taught me how to do it. Taught you what? Ah, you do YouTube tutorials as well. You, you've been doing you, Drahar. Uh, you're like thirty three. And you've been doing YouTube tutorials on beatboxing. Man, man, I'm really worried about you. Uh, also, we're all drinking beers and you're drinking Drambuie. What is that? Ah, you know, like it's just the only thing that sits well with me, man. It's just a sort of, you know, it's just the sort of thing I'm on. No, no, I actually, I actually don't know what that means. You're going to have to speak in English, you crusty... Parents who get dressed up to go trick-or-treating with their children. What's that all about? Uh, hi, Peter. Oh, how are you doing, Jay? You alright? Yeah, no, I'm just, I've just picked the kids up now from ballet. I'm bringing them home. So listen, Ella's going as um, the girl from Frozen and Hugo here, so he's going as the girl from Frozen. But listen, do you know what I was thinking? Would I go as a Lady Bo Peep, you know? Just because I'm bringing them around Westminster Road and stuff, I just feel like it would be, uh, you know, it would be a bit of fun. It would be a bit of jizz, you know? Yeah, do what you want. Okay. Love you, babes. What, what time are you going home from work, work at tonight? Hello? Peter? Hello, Peter, my husband. Hello? Meanwhile, in Port Marnock Golf Club. Sorry about that. Jesus, got a bit of separation of church and state, you know what I mean? Um... 
Excuse me, sir? Just on the, on the phone with the wife there. Uh, oh, I thought this was your wife who you were sitting with now who just went to the bathroom. No, that's what I was saying. Just a bit of separation of church and state. You know, you know yourself, Anduelo. Um, my name is Carlos from Portugal. Yeah, okay, gracias. Yeah, yeah, more the same. Cheers. I think the hardest part of, you know, evolving as a teenager is that period when you're sort of too old to go trick-or-treating but too young to go and get yourself, like, obliterated in a park with alcohol. You know, you're in that sort of weird intermediary period. So, I like, for my group, it was basically just go to parks and get rugby tackled. Literally getting rugby tackled. By guys, you know, who legitimately play rugby. I didn't play rugby. This was the worst thing in the world. It's freezing cold. And suddenly this fucking six foot guy who's had pubes since he was in the uterus. Do you know what I mean? Is slamming you to the ground. And the girls are all laughing about it. Thank God there were no video phones back then. Thank God. Outrageous behaviour. Oh, let's play, let's play. Uh, what was those? There was actually a game, I think, called like Murder Ball. I'm, I'm actually pretty sure they had a game called Murder Ball, which basically all it entailed was sometimes it wasn't even a ball. Just imagine there's a ball there and they'd like throw this thing in the air and then everyone would just like start beating the shit out of people like me. L- ludicrous. Also, rugby, just play, being forced to play rugby is up there with one of the worst things in the world. Right, Mark. Right, Mark, now's a chance. Now's a chance. We want 15%. This is when you dig deep and get that extra 15%. Okay, coach, let me level with you here. You do realise that will bring my grand total of what I'm giving you to about 15%, if not 14%. Like, I hate this. I wore denim jeans the first day of training because I didn't know what the appropriate attire was. I really hate this. I remember one day, as clear, I remember this so well. I was like 14 years of age on the back pitches in school. And it was November, freezing cold, right? And a rugby ball hit me in the air. And <laughs> I had to turn away from the team because literally a solitary tear just dripped down my cheek. And I remember just thinking, this is the worst. This is the worst. I am I'm Avril Lavigne. I should be at home writing poetry now, not getting mauled and playing things like murder ball, which has been endorsed by 38-year-old coaches. Come on, kill him. Kill the fucker! Get that cunt! What? Coach, please, no! We're like...